Today is Tuesday, September 5th. The title for our devotional is Work as Worship. Remember this week, we're hearing from some other folks in the church on their thoughts of our Worthy campaign on worship. Today, we'll hear from Jim and Tia Alexander. As you may recall, Levi shared a sermon on August 27th about work as worship. It was a terrific message that we all need to hear. So please catch the recording on My Life Bridge if you missed it. Levi presented a clear scriptural discussion, making it clear that our work, like all of our life, is to be done in a way that worships God. For today, we'd like to focus on a more specific aspect of why this matters to God, which is the advancement of his kingdom. In American culture, the worlds of church and work are generally felt to be separate. Our culture usually doesn't want to mix faith and work. We do church on Sunday. We may even take a Sabbath on Sunday, but then we go back to work. This compartmentalization culture can tend to push our God conversations to be with other church folks or church events, and then we shift gears and go to work. If you extend this further, we sometimes think that for work to be worship, we would need to be a pastor, missionary, or work for a church. This, of course, flies in the face of all biblical history of people who had non-church vocations and were used by God to advance the kingdom. As a couple who have worked in both the marketplace and also in the church, we can confidently say that the marketplace is a mission field where God's love, grace, and truth are desperately needed. An example of how we can approach this challenge was modeled for us in the Apostle Paul. There are so many scriptures that share his powerful example of how to advance the kingdom. For today, we picked Acts 17, 16 to 17. While Paul was waiting for them in Athens, he was greatly distressed to see that the city was full of idols. So he reasoned in the synagogue with both Jews and God-fearing Greeks, as well as in the marketplace, day by day with those who happened to be there. Paul shared the gospel both in church and at work, aka the marketplace. As Paul openly discussed faith topics in the marketplace, some philosophers overheard him, and he ended up being invited to speak at the Areopagus, which was a very big deal where the gospel message reached many leaders and the kingdom's impact was huge. Paul modeled for us that wherever where we are, our words and actions can be used by God to point others towards Christ. You might be thinking, hey, isn't that passage about encouraging us to share our faith at work? Sure, those who have the gift of evangelism should use that gift everywhere they can. However, like many things, we try to share with those we care about. Faith is more caught than taught. We all have a chance to show our faith by how we work. Maybe you've been in church worship service and we're drawn into deeper worship by hearing those around you. In the same way, how we act at work can draw people into our attitudes and motivations. It may also give us a chance to share why we act the way we do, how we make tough decisions, and how we work with others that we disagree with, and so on. As we strive to make our work be worshipful, here are some questions to consider. If your work is worshipful, God will get the glory. You may also get recognition, accolades, promotions, etc. But what if you don't? What if your actions at work result in the opposite? Maybe you're the oddball who doesn't go with the crowd, who isn't willing to bend the truth, who won't participate in the gossip fest, and so on. Are you okay if God is the only one who's pleased with your work? What about when God gets glory, but in the workplace you don't get any credit? You're overlooked, maybe ignored. If these are challenges for you, take it to God and ask Him to examine your heart and your motives. Secondly, Imagine you're at a party and get asked, so what do you do for work? How does that question make you feel? Maybe you love your job, so it's an easy question. But maybe you've stepped away from a party before just so that you could avoid being asked this question. Well, 
A bit of this is normal. If your identity is so closely tied into your work, then there's a strong possibility that your work is your idol, meaning you're really worshiping your work versus God. As Christ followers, our identity is not in what we do for a living. It is in who Christ says we are. Thirdly, let's assume your coworkers know you're a Christian. This means that your attitude, how you interact with coworkers, what you agree to participate in at or after work are a reflection of your worship of God. Our work should draw others to the amazing God we serve, not push them away. We all struggle to be Christ-like at work all the time. So when you stumble, how do you get back up? Who do you share your struggles with to get encouragement? All in all, God wants to use you and your work to advance his church and his kingdom. May you seek him out and ask the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom and guidance on this journey.